he'll do the thing he'll because the it thing was hard. Because, hey, it's the Media Boat Podcast. Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Now we're going to do the thing, which the thing is, It'd be, in case you're wondering, is the, the Media Boat Podcast. It's the Wednesday thing. Hey, it's our first regular Wednesday show of the new year. Thank you for joining us at the here at the Media Boat Podcast. We had a show last? Yeah, but uh, it wasn't on Wednesday. That's right, it was a Thursday audio show. Welcome. Um, in case you don't know what... The Media Boat Podcast is... What is the Media Boat Podcast The show? Media Boat Podcast is a podcast about movies, television, mid- video games, and music. Not necessarily in that order, but almost that order. Yes. Uh, we have special guest, Puppy, with us today. Yeah, yeah. If you hear a barking dog in the background, that's fine. And yeah. if you don't hear the barking dog in the background, that's because we're talking over him. Yeah, that'll be good. Yes. Uh, today is Wednesday, January the 8th, 2020. Uh, this is episode, who knows? Uh, 208 or something. No, we're beyond 208. We're not at 210. Maybe. I don't believe so. Uh, but yeah, uh, my name is Matt, his name is Mike. I'm Mike, he's Matt. We are going to get into a regular show this time. Yeah, we're back to basics here. Uh, it should be a pretty short one today. Not a lot of news, it's still kind of the January winter doldrums. Things are not... Rolling quite as much as they will be later in the year. But uh, a couple things did happen, uh, such as the Golden Globe. So we'll talk about that as we cover. We also have some playoff football happen, so we'll be yes, covering that. All but our subjects before here. we get to any of that. Right. What do we start with? We start with movies. And we always start the movies section with the weekend box office number. All right. So did Star Wars hit $35 million? Well, no, but only by a million. Oh, so it's close enough. Your number one movie is Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker with another $34 million. It's 34 and change, so yeah. So almost there. Uh, that's sitting at 451 domestic uh, right now. That is significantly lower than The Force Awakens and currently only slightly lower than uh, Last Jedi. But both those films are currently outpacing... The Rise of Skywalker in total uh, number of days in theater. I mean, I think, yeah. I mean, that plus, I think, just the word of mouth went sour on this thing. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe kind of cut the cut the legs off of it for, for a lot of people. Almost like they didn't know what lane to pick and ended up yeah. crashing to the median. Yeah, pretty much. That's, that's what happens when you don't know what lane to pick. Uh, number two, uh, coming right behind it, Jumanji 2, Cole in the next level. Another $26 million. That's at $235 million domestic. Okay. I still haven't seen that thing. No. Probably won't until it comes out on streaming. Then number three, Little Women. Little. Yep. Those, those little tiny women. Another $13 million. That's at $60 million domestic. Mm-hmm. I still have plans to see that. It's been put off for the last two weeks uh, because of uh, changing plans. But uh, this weekend... I think that I will finally see this movie with uh, my significant other. But really, I swear. I don't really have control over these things. Okay. I mean, you do. You do have control whether you go to a movie yeah. theater or not. If I go by myself or not, yes, technically I do have that kind of control. Correct. I'm telling you, it is a liberating feeling. Oh, no, I don't dislike going to movies by myself. That's not a, what it is. It's if that, someone else has a yes. stronger interest in seeing it. It's it's like that's the point of seeing it. Okay. And so is to do it as a as a together thing. Okay. So you, you can say as a couple thing. Sure. 
Yes. As a as a unit, yeah, that's as a, a good unit. word. Yes, we are. Yes, thank unit. you, puppy, in the background. As a unit, absolute, <laughs> absolute unit. Anyway, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, letter of the alphabet would you say this unit is? It's I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. All right, number four, Frozen Two. Have A through F failed you? Anyway, number uh, number four is Frozen Two. Coming in with another $11 million. That's at $450 million. And uh, I understand that that sets a new record. Does it? Uh, for some sort of animated film. Movie. I have not seen that I record. I saw a headline. I did not click onto it. I have not seen that headline. Therefore, it is not a record. It's something. Uh, probably something of new animated record of this decade. Maybe. Because this record this is just started. The first one of this yes. Um, and then The Grudge. Is your number five movie? That's the most recent, The Grudge. Uh, uh, yes, The Grudge with the um, highlighted R, because it's Grudge. Yes. That's a eleven million dollar debut, and it's the only new movie in your top five this week. It's also the only new movie that came out last week. But there are other new movies, or I guess new movies. I'm using quotes here. Yes, movies uh, that were previously released in uh, limited release that are now going wide. By limited release, we're talking five theaters, probably. <laughs> so, in case uh, you have a theater nearby you that is playing 1917, you can now possibly see that this week. That, that is not an and or or situation. Is there a 19? Nor 17, but rather a combined... 1917. Yes, 1917 in the year 2020. Yes. Then uh, Just Mercy, the uh, Michael B. Jordan yeah, he uh, is. film, also going wide this week. Mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan and Denzel Washington? And then your one that's debuting is wide. Is that Jamie Foxx? Uh, Denzel. Uh, Denzel, I think. Denzel. And then uh, debuting wide this week, uh, Like a Boss with Tiffany Haddish. Yes, I saw a brief trailer for this. I saw Tiffany Haddish was in this. I did not watch any more of it. Really? I saw the trailer for this and I actually thought it was kind of funny. I, this actually looks alright. I didn't quite understand me. what it wanted to portray, it's though. It's like, yeah, it's like her and Rose Byrne are like, they start a company with each other and then it gets bought. Yeah. And then they have to deal with like the aftermath of that. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like a neat idea. It's a, I'm it, okay with it. I'm okay with it being a unique premise. I'm just not okay with... Uh, the starring vehicle, I guess? Yeah. Not for me, not my cup of tea. Well, it's a January comedy, so it's not going to be, like, the best thing in the world. Well, I know, as Cop Out <laughs> has shown us. Yeah. Or any Kevin Hart film coming out in January. <laughs> yeah. Just be happy it's not that. Yes. Think of Kevin Hart film. Anyway. Anyways. Those um, are new releases this week. Yes. Um, I'm going to put 1917 as the number one film, probably. Really? Yeah. I mean, it has to make over, what? $17 million? $17 million. I don't know. I might go with Like a Boss here. It's getting marketed really well. And Tiffany Haddish is a big star right now. Yeah, but I'm going to go with it based off of um, awards. Yeah, but it didn't win a Golden Globe this week. Which we'll get to in a moment. Which we'll get to right now, because we're going to jump right into it. <laughs> we sure will. Hello, uh, Golden Globe. So I did not watch these. Okay, I because did. Because I was watching AGDQ instead. Okay, so I watched these, <laughs> and made. that's why I kind of like raised my eyebrows when you said 1917 didn't win any awards. Well, I, it didn't win the big ones that mattered, is what I meant. I, uh, again, 
Both eyebrows are raised because <laughs> clearly you did not look up who won then. So oh, let's get into the news. This is not what I had seen previously. So let's get into the news then. I had read a, the headline that was incorrect. Oh no, it was probably correct, but because Golden Globes splits itself... Yeah, that's what it was. That's probably what you saw. I didn't realize what was in the category it was. Okay, so the Golden Globes happened last week. Uh, Ricky Gervais hosted, which is why I didn't watch it. Uh, I watched it. I laughed at his dark humor and then laughed at everyone else cringing at his humor. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Anyway... Uh, the best picture, uh, uh, as you said, is split into two. Yeah, so uh, let's start at the beginning of what I wrote. Yeah, they have uh, the drama, which, yes, 1917 did take that. Yes. Uh, Sam Mendes' war film also, also uh, netted him a Best Director Award as well. Can we can we call him by his actual title, though? What? Sir Sam Mendes, because as Sorry, we noted, yes, sir, he was knighted last week. Sorry. Yes, uh, it... Bugged me that they did not, in not did not say Sir Sam Mendes. <laughs> it just happened. Maybe it has to like settle in. Well, yeah, but you would think that they would at least say Sir Elton John, but they didn't do that either because he did. also won. Right. Um, the other half of the Best Picture race was for musical and or comedy. I have musical down there, so it is musical. And a movie that was neither uh, won the award. Uh, Quentin Tarantino's uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And this is probably the headline that you saw. Yeah, I thought this was the drama prize. And no. I was like, huh, I wonder what won musical comedy. Cats. No, it wasn't even nominated. <laughs> well, it was definitely musical, and I laughed my ass off, so... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, it, it checks both it, those marks. Musical I don't know and comedy. Here, but it did win, and uh, Quentin Tarantino also won Best Screenplay for it. Because, of course, he does. Because, of course, he did. Uh, but... I still don't know if he's going to take the Oscar this year. I know, but you always realize that Quentin Tarantino wins it every single time. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see, though. The acting awards became a two-person race between Joaquin Phoenix for Joker and Taron Egerton for actor for Rocketman. Rocketman! And Renee Zellweger and Aquafina for actress. Yeah. Uh, Taron Egerton, I believe, ended up winning that. Uh, for actress? Yes. Actor. Uh, actor for a comedy slash musical, yes. and Joaquin Phoenix yeah. for uh, drama, drama, which, as I noted in my review of The Joker, was the one thing I actually liked in the film, Yeah, because he literally had to carry that film. Right. Definitely wasn't the script. Best foreign language film went to Parasite. Uh, as expected, yes. I have seen a lot of awards given to Parasite. Yeah, that's your favorite for the Best Oscars film, well. and if you're going to pick something for foreign film, that's it. it's going to be Parasite. And then uh, Missing Link won Best Animated Feature, beating out all three nominated Disney films. Yes. Uh, it was... Lion King, Frozen 2, and... I would say all three arms of Disney 4? as well. Yes. I get those right? Okay. Yes. All right. Well, that's a shocker. I did not expect that to happen. Uh, don't expect that to happen yeah, at yeah. the uh, Academy Awards either. Because no. these are the Hollywood Forum Press, and they are very impressed with uh, top motion animation, rather than, you know... Yeah. The lifelike that is Lion King, which I thought if Lion King was going to win any best anime that feature, be it, yeah. it'd have to be in this one because they're not nominated in Anywhere the Academy else. Awards for it. Uh, so yeah, these uh, all these movies uh, just became uh, Oscar favorites. So keep an eye out for those uh, nominations when they come out. What next week? Uh, yes, uh, they come out next week. But also they're going up against the independent film uh, Marriage Story, which, right. like as we noted before. Uh, swept the Gotham 
yes. Independent Spirit Awards. But it's important to note here that no streaming films really were represented here with trophies here at the Golden Clubs, which means it's a little worrying come Oscar season. Yeah, it is worrying, but you know. Yeah, which goes right with what we had talked about on this podcast before, which is don't bet like don't bet your horses on the on Netflix winning much. It's the barn or the house. You yeah. can bet your horses. That's what you're supposed to bet on. You're supposed to bet on the horses. Don't bet the horses. Bet you're supposed to bet on the ponies. All right. You don't, you don't bet your house. That's it for the Golden Globe ponies. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, speaking of the Oscars, it's official. The 2020 Academy Awards will have no host. Oh, like I know. Uh, yeah, uh, since Kevin Hart decided to bow out last year, um, this is the second year in a row with no host. So, uh, Carrie Burke, entertainment president for ABC, the network that has the Oscars this year, the network that carries, yes, I just said that, confirmed the decision during her executive session at TCA. Together with the Academy, she said, we have decided that there will be no traditional host repeating for us what worked last year. It will have huge entertainment value, big musical numbers, comedy, and star power. It's what she has to say. Yes. Uh, yeah, no surprises here. Uh, I, it worked last year. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see a proper host for a very long time. Probably. I mean, yet to have like, someone who's that big and that charismatic yeah. to want to be able to do this, but yeah, I'm okay, I, I, I'm okay with this. This is a good decision. Um, it worked definitely worked last year. Uh, they're gonna do it again. They might change up some stuff. You know, throw in some bit more random comedy bits. Yeah, but for the most part, if this ends up working, we could see a shift of no host for years to come. All right, yep. that's it for movie news. All right, let's uh, go. Did you see trucking. anything? I did not see anything. Like I said, I have plans. Hopefully, this weekend. Um, Marriage Story is still in my plans, but <laughs> when I opened up Netflix, I decided to watch something else. But we'll get into that. We'll get that later. Later in thoughts. First up, though, we go into television, and we always start the television section with a sports corner. Do 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 do. All right. So, what happened in the world of sports? Oh, wonderful, wonderful things in the world of playoff football. As the King was trounced. The Patriots lost. Tom Brady will not be going to a Super Bowl this year. Uh, not only that, but the Touchdown King has lost as well. Yes. As Drew Brees will also, not, also not be going to the playoffs. That, on the other hand, was kind of disappointing. I was hoping he would see it. Everyone but, was hoping he would see it. But you know what? I lo- hey, if the Patriots aren't involved, this means that it's actually a Super Bowl that I won't like hate watching. Uh, I mean, I would have liked to have seen uh, the Patriots take on the uh, 49ers, so it would have been a Apprentice versus the Master East Coast, West Coast setup. But still, now we'll get a more entertaining other team. Well, yeah, now you'll just get uh, the Ravens against the Niners. I'm okay with this. I'm okay with that. You're okay with that? Yeah, I'm okay with that match. But we already had that play out earlier this year. I didn't watch it. I haven't watched a single football game this season. That's because the only one you watch is the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I'm going to keep it that That's because I make you watch it every year. Well, you're not going to be around to make me watch nothing this year, so I'm going to watch it on my own volition. What do you mean? I'm going to be around. Oh, no, that's right. I'm not going to be hosting a party. <laughs> we established this last week. Yes, I'm not hosting a party. Oh, how quickly you forget. <laughs> well, because I was supposed to go to a different party uh-huh. where the New Orleans Saints were supposed to be in the Super Bowl. But now that's not happening. Now that's not happening, so... I don't know what I'm doing for the so Super Bowl. I'm kind of open. Bowl limbo. I might go you're to open, Vegas. You're open for the pass? I might go to Vegas. I'm open. Jesus. What? Don't go to Vegas. I've done that before. It's, it's, uh, it sounds like pain. It, uh, 
Isn't, isn't. Well, regardless of what happens, I will be watching it, and you will be watching it. Where will we'll be watching it, and whether it's together or separately, who knows? I don't know, but we can tell you who else won't be watching it, or will have to be watching because they uh, won't be playing in it. Uh, yeah, uh, you have down here, Josh Allen broke down. Yes. I don't know what that means. You have to uh, explain it. He had a 16-point lead, and then decided, yeah, that's good enough, and they didn't score since. Oof. And lost the game because of it. Oof. And then uh, Carson Wentz literally broke. Yes, J- uh, Javanian Clowney, who got traded to Seattle, literally sat <laughs> on Carson Wentz and broke him <laughs> so much so that they had to take him out of the game after the first quarter when he got that hit and bring in uh, Matt McCass? No, not Matt Castle. Um, McCouch? McCain? McCloud? Wow. Just keep saying nicknames. It was a nickname. <laughs> That's the thing, though. Big chicken. Okay. No. Uh, I will get this. Well, let's move on. The other McCown. Story, McCallan? No, McCown. Josh McCown. McCown oh. Who was a 40-year-old backup, and this was his first game experience. All right. Also in football news... Uh, we mentioned last week about how there was going to be a uh, head coach shakeup, some new head coaches coming into teams. Uh, we have an update on that. Matt Rule will be going to the Panthers. Mike McCarthy to the Dallas Cowboys. Joe Judge to the Giants. While the Browns are still without a head coach as of this recording. Uh, yeah, um, they're the only ones who are not... Listed as having a head coach, yeah. So um, because the Patriots just lost, um, they're going to the Giants are probably going to sign within this week. Um, that new guy, what's uh, his name? What uh, the name? The Giants, Joe Judge. Yes, um, the new Judge of New York. Here comes the Judge. New Judge, because there's already a Judge in New right. York. Yeah, yeah. The Aaron Judge, different the, sports Mr. Creative Player. Yeah, different sports judge. Uh, yes, Joe Judge, who was the special teams coordinator for the Patriots, and just this past year the wide receiver coach for the mm-hmm. Patriots, is now going to be the head coach of the New York Giants. Okay. Uh, oh, the Mc- New York Football Giants. The New York Football Giants. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Mike McCarthy officially signed as the head coach of the uh, Dallas Cowboys following his departure last year from Green Bay. So he has head coaching experience there. Uh-huh. And who was the last one? The Panthers guy? Yeah, um, which was Matt Rule. Yes, Matt Rule. Matt Rules. If you don't know that name, that's because you shouldn't know that name. He is the head. Cur- he is the current, well, I guess now former, head coach <laughs> of Baylor. Uh, college team, ah. where the past three years he went one and eleven, then seven and seven, and then this past year took him to a bowl game and where they won, and had a record of eleven and one. So he knows how to turn a team around. Well, clearly, that'll be good news. Hopefully for the Panthers. Uh, yeah, we'll see. hopefully we'll see how fair, how he, well he fares in the world of the NFL. All right, well, thank you for mentioning college football because that is a great uh, segue into our next sports story, which is that LSU versus Clemson is happening on Monday. Yes, that is the uh, NCAA championship game. Yes. These players have not played in what will be four, 13 days, I think. 
Yeah, since their last games, uh, might be 14 games actually. They played on last Saturday, so it'd be like full two weeks. So yeah, 15 days since they've played a game. So they should be well rested, uh, and this should be a good national championship game. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, also of note, I don't think I have it written down in while we're in college sports here. Okay. Uh, Tua Tangalagova. Whoa. Yes, it is such a mouthful of uh, Alabama quarterback has declared uh, himself eligible for the draft. He is okay. not that draft, the NFL draft. Right. Um, I have to be specific here. Yeah, yeah damn we, world. Now it's very important to be yes. specific about that. Uh, he has declared himself that he's going into the NFL draft this year. Uh, also, the uh, Georgia quarterback Jake Fromm, who I swear has been there for five years, because. I swear he's been there for, like, uh-huh. like five years ago. I remember hearing Jake Fromm as a quarterback. But apparently that's because he was a redshirt freshman then. <laughs> and he's just been there forever. Um, we'll also be entering the draft this year. So, two top-tier talents, which one of them is probably going to the Bengals. Which one? We'll find out. We'll find out. All right. Well, in other sports, the last story you have here is actually a story that I heard about a few weeks ago. And uh, that's been kind of accumulating over the last year. Maybe. If more. Which one is this? Uh, about the Red Sox sign stealing. Oh, yes. Yes, I, I was fascinated. Somebody was telling me about this. I forget when that happened. We have brought this up here on the Mutable Podcast. Like, outside of the podcast, somebody was telling me this whole saga. But here's the thing, though. Yeah. We were talking about the Red Sox stealing signs. Oh, was it a different team? We were talking about a different team stealing signs, I believe. They definitely had this conversation outside of the podcast. No, we had this conversation on the podcast as well. Oh, well, but it was about the Red Sox. But yeah, it was about so, the twenty, uh, someone in the twenty fourteen fifteen season. So, I believe. so first of all, explain what sign stealing means. Sign stealing is whenever. So, um, in baseball, you have a third base coach, you have a dugout coach, and they give signs in, right? Uh, either to players in the batter's box or players uh in this case to the pitcher yes so that way yes the coach tells the pitcher what kind of pitch they should throw right or like a recommendation eh, more like, or like this is what you're gonna have to, <laughs> this is what you're gonna show the pitcher and he's either gonna agree with it or yeah. wave you off and want yeah, something else exactly uh but yeah so it went that um the boston red sox would go into their own replay video yeah. In the on site to watch the other team uh-huh. and then relay said information during the game uh-huh. back to the players or back to uh, one of the coaches yeah. to tell them, to tell the player in the batter's box what pitch was being thrown. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. It was so crazy that um, they would um, have it basically like. If a towel was on, like, what was it? It was like, if he makes, if a guy makes noise by, like, hitting the ceiling or kicking a yeah. trash can, then it was going to be a curveball and you shouldn't swing. Yeah. Or if the towel was thrown over yes. the, the rail. Yeah, draped over the rail, then that was, like, like, like a key to something as yeah. well. I remember, like, apparently, like, you can even watch, like, like video, YouTube videos of the games throughout the whole season. Yes. And you can hear... The sound of like that that hit, yes, and you can see it in real time that 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 is determines the pitch. Mm-hmm. It is fascinating. It's crazy <laughs> that 
This is now being caught, and as my uh, roommate pointed out, how many, because uh, the uh, Red Sox and Dodgers have uh, played each other in the playoffs, yeah. question how many like <laughs> championships did, they, did the Red Sox steal because they were stealing signs? Right, you can imagine like how different these, uh, the, the outcomes would be, the yeah. Dodgers' playoff chances would have been. Or just the Red Sox playoff chances at that. that. too, but yes. Like, it's rough. Man. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a full investigation launch into this. Yeah. Uh, expect there to be fines and probably one person fired. But I think that's it. It'd be interesting to see what precautions they take to try to prevent this in the future. Whether it is just more security or the stands. Like, I don't even know. Like, how do you prevent something like this? I don't know. I don't know how you do it. They figured out almost an almost foolproof way to cheat. Until they got caught. <laughs> Until they so got caught. Clearly it wasn't foolproof. Yeah. Because <laughs> you got caught. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, yeah, I thought that was a fascinating one, so I'm glad we, we, we covered it. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for sports, unless you have anything else to add before we move on to television news. Uh, hockey is still being hockey. Yeah. Basketball is still being basketball. Yes. Um, they are currently doing their voting for All-Stars. Uh, so, for if it's Bass NBA, you can vote for your favorite uh, player, and the top two will create their own uh, All-Star teams. The top two vote-getters, who one of them is currently not LeBron James, but rather uh-huh. Luka Donick, a 20-year-old on oh. the Dallas Mavericks. Jeez. I think number two is uh, Giannis Kempo, and number three is LeBron James. Mm-hmm. And the top two vote-getters get to choose their teams to play against each other in the NBA uh, All-Star Game. Okay. And then uh, NHL All-Star Game is uh, taking place in St. Louis this year. I believe it's St. Louis this year. Uh, quote me on that. St. Louis. Okay, St. Louis. I'll quote you yeah. on that. I only say that because I swear I was looking up um, bachelor party stuff for it. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, we go to St. Louis and do this and that and this and that. It's like, oh, wait, no, that's going to add real fast. No, let's not do that. Yeah, no, that's not going to no, that's not gonna fly. Yeah. Uh, among other things that are not going to fly. Yes. Moving on. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Uh, so, yeah, um, that's it for new, uh, sports news. Let's move on to television news where we now have... The other side of the Golden Globes, which of course is the Television Awards. Yes, yeah, so the Golden Globes are literally the only award that, or the only award ceremony that is broadcasted that gives awards for both the TV and film at yes. the same time. Besides the People's Choice Awards, for that not count. No, 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 <laughs> that, that doesn't count <laughs> yeah, because this is an official award. But yeah, the Golden Globes for television. Uh, well, Game of Thrones. Didn't win a single award. No. Surprise, uh, surprise. Season 8 of Game of Thrones did not win, even though it won critical for the Emmys, did not win any Golden Globes. Chernobyl, however, got uh, HBO a Best Miniseries Award. Uh, as I predicted and called. And Stellan Skarsgård won for Best Supporting Actor for his role in it. Yes, and Jerry Harris did not, and I was disappointed. <laughs> Rami Youssef won Best Comedy Actor for Rami. Yes, and in his acceptance speech, he literally said, I know none of you know what this show yeah, is, but thank you. <laughs> thank you, foreign press. Yes. And Fleabag won Best Series uh, for uh, Comedy. As it should, or as predicted. Not as it should, but yeah. it won the Emmy. I don't know, I've never seen it. 
I've never seen it either. And Succession uh, won Best Series Drama. Surprise! Brian Cox for actor. Yeah, so even though uh, HBO, even though Game of Thrones didn't win for drama or actor, HBO still took took home the award. Again, though, Netflix. Not not in in these winners. Uh, Fleabag on Amazon, but that is still a BBC. Yeah, exactly. It's a produced thing. So, yeah, I don't know. All right. That's it for the Golden Globes for television. I Moving on. I believe that's it. Yeah. Is anything else? Uh, Golden Globes just, yeah, happened. Our second uh, story, however, uh, uh, even though Game of Thrones did not win uh, any uh, Golden Globes, Game of Thrones and Golden Globes sound so similar. In my yes, head. they did. Um, the, uh, the, the, Game creator, of the creators, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, have finally announced their first directing gig following that show. And it's not what you expect it to be. It's a dot 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 comedy special starring Leslie Jones for yeah. Netflix. Uh, yeah, so Leslie Jones recently exiting SNL last year. Um, and a Netflix a special. Yeah, what, so. What's going on? I mean, we do know Leslie Jones is a fan of Game of Thrones. Uh, she had a recurring segment on... One of the late night shows where she would basically recap that week's Game of Thrones. It was a late night with Seth Meyers. I think it was called Game of Jones. Probably, yeah. Because that's the joke. Yes. That you do, right, in that case. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and the comedy special will arrive on Netflix on Tuesday, January 14th. So next week? Yeah, that is uh, coming up fast. So, I mean, thanks for the heads up, guys. But, you know, yeah. you could have told us this sooner. <laughs> Guess not. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, that's it for television news. Uh, we have like a couple I said, of television short, like, light news yeah. week. We do have a couple of television thoughts real quick to talk about. So, yes. you said you logged into Netflix, wanted something to watch, and it wasn't Mary's Story. Instead, you watched something that literally, you are the third person in my direct circle, <laughs> and you know the members of my direct circle. Yes. Uh, that are, that is watching this show, or at least has watched a part of this show. And it's funny that you said direct circle, because the show <laughs> is called The Circle. All right, so I have watched the first episode of The Circle. Oh, so you know what this is, then. I know exactly what this is. Okay. Because I have a significant other that continued to watch the rest of The Circle. <laughs> so... Um, I turned on Netflix expecting to watch Marriage Story. <laughs> My significant other uh-huh. wanted to watch, you know, a show or something. Something lighthearted. So I had to... This is certainly so, that. <laughs> so I had the choice... Be, or something else. So I had the choice between the Paul Rudd show, Living With Myself, uh-huh. or the show The Circle. Yeah. And I watched a little Netflix preview. I was like, oh, that's Paul Rudd. Huh. That seems like a pretty interesting concept. I should watch that. But, for now, I'm going to put on the circle because that is the more lowest common denominator. We can all sit back and enjoy this while it's on. Sure, And yes. who knows? Like It's something new and we'll see what happens. So, I turn on the circle and we watch the first episode. Yes. And immediately... <laughs> My significant other is hooked on this. Yeah. My doctor loves this thing. Um, it, it It's eight people living in isolation in the same apartment complex. Big Brother style. Except the twist is... Except the twist is that they only communicate through, social, through a social media app called The Circle. Yeah. And 
Some players aren't exactly who they say they are. And by that, I mean there's a guy pretending to be a girl on there, and there's a lesbian girl pretending to be a straight girl on there. Correct, yes. And even if in everything, there is also a straight girl who may be a gay girl, who may just be an open relationship girl, <laughs> trying to play the game of trying to get everyone to like her and not get voted off. But that's, and that's kind of the crux of the show, right? Is, yes. is that the idea is, is that there's a culling at the end of every episode where two people are basically the, like picked, like or rank, you rank everybody. Yes. And you the rank two people your... at the highest rank are then called influencers. Yes. See you, what they're you, going for. You rank your uh, room, your basically housemates. And they're basically the equivalent of the Big Brother head of household where they get to decide basically who gets let go from the series or in this case blocked. Is what they call it. Yes, they, they determine whose tor- tiki torch to extinguish. <laughs> exactly. And kick out of the apartment yes, complex. Yes, one person is the weakest link. Yes. Bye. <laughs> yes. Bye. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I don't, you know, I get why people are fascinated by this. It's an interesting social experiment. Mm-hmm. And, like, I get the, the appeal of it. But it is very reality showy. Oh, it is very. Like, is so up the reality show Wazoo that uh, one of my roommates decided to comment, Hey, I finally, I never understood why people watch Big Brother and why it's like always on, but now I get it. They were, they were able to take the essence of Big Brother and yes. like kind of pull ex- like only the thing, the most entertaining parts of it and like somehow make a show out of it. Mm-hmm. And also kind of like pair that with. Like the like the appeal and like fascination that we as society have towards social media. Yes, it's a really interesting and fascinating show that yeah. is like we we can watch it. We can see them in their act interact and how they interact with people, like through the social media app as well as like what they're thinking because they, I feel like they have to vocally say what they're thinking, uh, but it's really fascinating because you're kind of rooting for these people like oh like I-, I want them to do well and then like they throw a wrench in with these games and it's like ha ha yeah you're not as cool as you think you are yeah and it's like oh like I had misconceptions about people like when they it's just the very first person uh Joey onto the show it's like wow this guy's a total tool and douchebag I hate <laughs> this guy but as the uh, episodes went on it was like oh you know, he's not that bad. He's actually kind of genuine. <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting. Because this is exactly what Christy said. Exactly. Like, this was exactly her take on him, too. Yeah. And it's, it's, really, so funny. it's really funny and fascinating because a lot of these people, like, are in it to show that, like, you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, but that's literally what they do constantly on this show. Right. Is that's what you have to do. What you have to do is, yeah, yeah. have to judge people. Also, um, it's not at the end of every episode. Because it's Netflix style, uh-huh. they'll leave cliffhangers at the end of every episode, so they might be coming back every that makes week. Sense. And not necessarily, it's you got kicked off. Yeah. So are you guys going to watch this entire thing? Probably. It is a weekly basis. Yeah. Every Wednesday it comes out. Uh, we just literally binge watched the first four episodes because I was like, oh, I didn't know this thing existed. Now I do. Uh, but yeah, it's a fascinating, fun show that. 
definitely appeals to the LCD <laughs> in me, and I'm, you know, it's something that you know we can like both agree on and watch together, which is sort of a rarity, right? But you know, the fact that we both have fun watching it, I think it hits its mark of what it wants to do. Fair enough. I do kind of hope that by the end of this. It gets to the point where everyone is trying to catfish each other, and no one is who they say they are. It's kind of like, see, this is what we wanted to get at at the first place. Yeah. But we'll see if it actually gets there. We'll see if it gets there. All right. But you look, you definitely like watch it with her, your significant other. Uh, well, I watched the first episode, and I don't know if I'm going to continue watching Oh, definitely do it. <laughs> Just because the hot one got kicked off doesn't mean it's... What? No! I like we literally watched the first episode. I was like, I don't need to watch this anymore. Oh. Like, I know what this is. That's all I needed to know. And that girl was terrible. <laughs> she was a yes. model. Yes, she. Was. I was happy to see her go. I was but like, she was a model. So she was a model citizen. Also, I didn't think she was as cute as the other girl. Anyways, Sammy. Yeah. 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 Anyway, everyone has to care for Sammy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. Me Mercedes. <laughs> the fake, not any of the fake girls. The fake Anyways, girl. moving on. <laughs> Anyways, uh, moving on. There's nothing else happening on TV. Something else is happening this week if you're a Jeopardy fan, and you know we are. Yeah, we are. Uh, Jeopardy Greatest of All Time tournament is happening right now in prime time. Or not right now, but like this week. In prime time on ABC. If you don't know what this is. Uh, it's a three-day tournament where they yes. brought the best of the best back. So the best of the best being, of course... The three uh, people that you most probably think of when you think of Jeopardy contestants. Uh, Ken Jennings, of course, mm-hmm. uh, because he has the record for most games of Jeopardy 1. Uh, Brad Rutter, who, of course, has the record for winning the most money in Jeopardy history. Uh, both in regular play and in tournament. Tournaments. And then a newcomer, relative newcomer, I guess you could say, James Holzhauer, which has... a uh, Multiple one day uh, amount the, records. The top six or top yeah, seven, something like for that. single day for amount. Single day earnings. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's the three of them duking it out for three nights. Uh, basically, a total. I think of the. I think they said a total of seven games. I be- believe so. Yeah, I think that's what they said was. And yeah. then the winner, the ultimate winner, wins one million dollars. Even though you, pr- one of them will probably go over one billion dollars. No. So no, you would think that, but no, because the way that they're doing it is that because there's that million dollar prize, mm-hmm. they're not earning money from money from any of the games. Okay, they're earning points that are equivalent so to they're, money. They're points. It's yes. a point system. It's a point system, and then the winner winner of the points okay. gets the million dollars. There's no overflow. Uh, that's how they're doing it. Yeah, so there's no dollar signs on the point counters. So so that's how yeah Jeopardy will save itself money exactly. <laughs> Because these guys, I mean, Ken, and I don't want to spoil it, but he won quite a bunch of money in the first game last night. Yes. So, or money, in quotes. So, yes. Yeah, the, the probably a good thing they're not doing that. Anyway, it's a fun watch. I thought the games last night, uh, for the first night, uh, were really, really good. And so, yeah, like I recommend Jeopardy people, mm-hmm. uh, if you're a fan of the show, to tune in uh, to see how this uh, turns out. Because, man, it's uh, quite, quite, a, quite a battle. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Jeopardy, while we're on the topic, okay. uh, Alex Trebek apparently has recorded his final message um, to Jeopardy fans. Uh, this is something that he uh, basically said in an article about the new season of Jeopardy, 
that uh, since he came back, he has recorded. He doesn't know exactly when. He does not know when his last episode will be. Right. But he has recorded. He's like it's it. his final, basically yeah. farewell address. So whenever that airs, whenever he decides he's done, that will air alongside it. It is the Turner Doomsday video <laughs> until it happens. <laughs> of, of, Alec, of, of Alex Trebek. Of Jeopardy. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, that's it for Television Thoughts, unless you have seen anything else this week you want to talk about. Um, some TV returns this week. Most TV will return in February, though. Okay. Which moves us into cancellations and renewals. Oh, right. What am I no longer watching? Well, Netflix is bringing back Raising Dion. I for a second season. Which Dion is this? I don't know. Dion he Lewis. He's being raised. Dion Sanders or B- Celine Dion. BBC America has renewed. Is it Celine Dion? No, no, I don't think it is. Oh. BBC America has renewed Killing Eve for a fourth season. You mean they revived Killing Eve? You could say that. Uh, uh, uh. And the CW has renewed almost all of their shows. So the returning shows will be All American, Batwoman, Black Lightning, Charmed. DC Legends of Tomorrow, Dynasty, The Flash, In the Dark, Legacies, Dancy Drew, Nancy Drew, sorry, not Dancy Drew. Dancing Drew. Riverdale, Roswell, New Mexico, and Supergirl. Uh, how many of these are Alex Berlanti's productions? Uh, All of them? Because uh, <laughs> that's 13 shows. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, I believe. Six, maybe. Seven. Seven? Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, uh, seven Alex Berlanti shows. Oh, apparently uh, you need to check your podcast messages. Uh, I, <laughs> I have podcast messages. <laughs> your doctor is uh, is calling. Check the podcast. My doctor says check the podcast <laughs> messages. Um, I don't know. I'm not watching the stream, actually. This is the first time I'm not watching yeah, the stream. Yeah, you should have been watching the stream. Yeah. Wow. We have people watching the How stream. How dare you? How dare I? Oh, hey, we have messages, apparently. Yeah. Hi, guys, I'm here. Hi. Uh, the Circle is a cultural phenomenon. <laughs> Big Brother meets Survivor with Catfish. It's so good. <laughs> now please come home ASAP so we can watch the new episode. <laughs> uh, really glad to know that Christy also likes this. Yeah. We're bonded by the Circle. You really are. Uh, you don't get sucked in until the second episode. Okay. Hang in there, Matt. Uh, It'll get see. good. I probably will never watch another episode of that okay. show. Moving on. Thank you from the chat. Thank you to the chat. Yes. I'm sorry about not watching it. That's not my job. Yes, normally it's my <laughs> job, but, you know, I just instinctively just decided not to because we, there's chats. There's been weeks where we hadn't had yes. anybody watch. Yes. But now it's the top part of the show where I hand this over to you. We have no deaths, so that means we're going to go straight into music. Okay. Thank you for that. I do check chat. I should check chat. You chat should be open. Uh, but we move into uh, Billboard. Yes, the Billboard. Uh, start Billboard with the Hot 100. Your singles. singles chart. And we're back to normal. Yes, all the mu- all the uh, Christmas music has been uh, removed from the top five this week. <laughs> it's been expelled. Yes. Uh, as number- Eradicated, if you will. Yes, as Circles from Post Malone is yes. back at your number one spot. Sure is. Uh, number two is Memories by Maroon 5. Yep, still right I believe on. that is Memories, 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 Memories by yes. Maroon 5. Yes, uh, We also have The Box by Roddy Rich. Number four, Someone You Loved by Louis Capaldi. And number five, Roxanne by Arizona Zervas. Um, I listened to Roxanne. 
it's fine, but <laughs> also I hate it. I hear that it's that the reason why it's so big is because of TikTok. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, I, it caught on on TikTok videos and became viral. It's a viral. Oh. It's a viral thing. Okay, so this is like a. So, can, so is this the new Old Town Road then? You can take the viral thing. Yes, you can thank the Zoomers. Is that what we're calling them, Zoomers? <laughs> That's a name for them. Yes. It, even though they don't use Zooms. No, not Zooners. Zoomers. Oh. Like boomers, but with the Z. Can we give them Zooms so they're called Zoomers and bring back the <laughs> Zoom? You can talk to Microsoft, and maybe they'll help you out there. Just call it the Zooner phone. The Zooner phone, yeah. No. And, and old people won't get it because they don't get it. Don't get it. Exactly. Anyway. Uh, anyways, uh, the Billboard 200, your albums chart. Albums. We have Jack Boys by Jack Boys. So I didn't know what this was, and then I did a little bit of research. Apparently this is a side project of uh, Coachella headliner Travis Scott. Oh, I know the Travis Scott. Yeah, so this is a, a he's involved in this. Apparently. Okay. It's a, it's a squad record a posse album if you will uh him and a bunch of other people kind of in his okay but why is it capitalized i don't know this is how it was formatted so this is how i wrote it down okay uh number two please excuse me for being antisocial by roddy rich uh number three hollywood's bleeding by post malone yep and number four fine line by harry styles Uh and number five frozen two soundtrack by various artists my favorite. Meaning, this is the first <laughs> week that um, Billie Eilish's album Yeah, she was is just nudged out of the top five after a long, long stint in it. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Frozen. Or not thank you, Frozen. I don't know. Uh, I bet she'll be back next week. I'm sure she will be back <laughs> next week. Uh, that brings us to, hey! Hey! New releases! Yes, there are new releases in the world of music this week. Music is a happening. After a big lull after Christmas. Uh, we have Happy by Circa Ways. Okay. Making a New World by Field Music. Uh-huh. Seeking Thrills by Georgia. Uh-huh. High Road by Kesha. Yeah. Yes, that Kesha. Yes, Kesha. A new rec- record this week. Uh, Disagree by Poppy. Uh-huh. Is this Internet Poppy? I don't know what this is. I don't know who Poppy is. Okay. There's an internet poppy. There's a YouTube poppy. Oh, well, I don't know that. It might be that poppy. (laughs) Uh, At number... And uh, lastly, Rare by Selena Gomez. So, yeah. uh, uh, Some heavy hitters in the early uh, part of the year. I feel like Selena Gomez wanted to get that 2020 album and not put it out in December like (laughs) someone probably told her she should. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Uh, But, yeah. um, So, I'll probably be checking out the Kesha and maybe the Selena Gomez records. Okay, sounds good. We'll report back next week. I'll tell you about Poppy after the podcast. Yeah, maybe if it is the Poppy you think it is, maybe you'll care. It might not be, but <laughs> it might be. I, I thought it was just the Anna Kendrick troll, Trolls. No. Isn't her name Poppy? Is it? I, I don't know. I've never seen those movies. I thought you did. No. Oh. I saw Ugly Dolls. Oh, that's right. You saw Trolls Ugly Dolls. <laughs> I saw off-brand Trolls. I did not see actual Trolls. You saw Mega Bloks Trolls. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Playmobil the movie Trolls. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Hey, kind of Playmobil the movie. I didn't forget about it. I just wanted to bring it up. Playmobil the movie. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, we have music news. We have music news. Well, as it is. Yes. Uh, Rascal Flats. You know, the country trio Rascal Flats. Right. The one that brought us um, the Cars 2006 <laughs> yes, like, hit. Life is a highway. highway. Yes. yes. 
<laughs> that is probably the most famous song still. <laughs> that Rascal Flatts yes. um, announced yesterday that the three members are going to be going their separate ways. They're done! After a farewell tour. They're quitting. Uh, which is set to begin in June and run through at least October of 2020. Yeah. Uh, the group appeared on CBS This Morning. Not This Morning, but the show. The show called This, this morning. morning. And didn't offer any definitive reason for the split, assuring the show's host that everyone was in good health. Quote, We want to take the year and focus on a celebration and thanking our fans for 20 wonderful years, end quote, uh, said Jay DeMarcus. Quote, you know, road years are like dog years. <laughs> and didn't expand on that. End quote. <laughs> That's the end of that quote. No, but I think what it, he means is that they're tired. Uh, yeah, they are probably <laughs> tired. Uh, yeah, I mean, can 20 you years. Imagine 20 years of touring. 20 years on the road. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's not a whole forever. lot of family life in, in that. I mean, I know that one dude like married a, like, a, uh, a Playboy model. Uh, one of the Rascal Flats did. I don't remember which one. I I, <laughs> I don't know. I just know Rascal Flats was a trio, but I couldn't tell yeah. you any of their names. Uh, yeah. At one point I knew at least one of their names. I do not... I no longer know it. Was it Jay DeMarcus? It may have been Jay DeMarcus. <laughs> um, but yeah, um... Fun fact about me. Way, 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 way in my early teens. So 2016? No, my early teens. So 2016? No. 2015? No. 2012? No. I was a teenager Sorry, in the 2000s. 2006! <laughs> Rewind the clock a little. I'm going to be 30 this year. I heard teen, <laughs> and I immediately went to teen, completely no, skipping the, the odds. in my teens. Yeah, which is why I said 2006. So, cars. I'm talking about like 13, when I was like 13 years old. Okay, so the 13th year. So, 2003. Okay, so the 13th year. Uh, I was in a, I, I was in a family that was heavy into country radio at the time. Okay. And uh, I had gotten in my head that I thought that Rascal Flats was good. Okay. <laughs> I owned um, two two Rascal Flatts CDs. Fun that, fact about me. That's okay. And so when I read this, I was like, "That's kind of crazy that that was almost twenty years ago." That's okay um, <laughs> because in my early teens, I uh-huh. was into rock, and yeah. so Nickelback was my uh-huh. Rascal Flatts. Oh, that's way worse. So <laughs> I have both of their was it sophomore and so a couple of their junior albums? albums. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, um, so yeah, we all. What a, my my message here is that we all have embarrassing things in our past. And I'm not know, embarrassed about mine it. Mine was Rascal Flatts. They're I'm they're bangers. About. <laughs> the fact that you know every every lyric to their song doesn't mean it's a bad song. I don't necessarily know every lyric to their song. So the fact that you listen to it doesn't mean it's a bad song. Yeah, but I don't know. It hasn't aged very well. Moving on. Okay. Uh, moving on. Uh, to other music news, uh-huh. the Grammys were announced. So yeah, this is a really light story because I was desperate for a second story this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, some announcements got made about uh, who will be performing. Yes. Uh, so as we note, the Grammys um, will be held. Uh, will be broadcasted on CBS. Um, you don't have a date here. It's uh, February. That's no, right. There, January twenty sixth. Oh, January twenty sixth. Yes. Um, Pro Bowl weekend. Because they moved it up this moved year. Moved it up. Yes. Well, they have uh, announced performances by Lizzo, Billie Eilish, Aerosmith, 
and Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. Yep, because they're a package deal now. Wait, so that Aerosmith and Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani, or Aerosmith and Blake Shelton and I think Gwen it's Stefani? Aerosmith and ba- Blake Shelton, comma and Gwen Stefani. Because she's just there. It's just, I, well, New Year's too is the same thing on NBC's New Year's thing. Yeah. Blake Shelton performed. Right. And then, literally right after, Gwen Stefani performed. Right. She doesn't even have new music. She literally performed two songs from, like, two, the early 2000s. Well, one wasn't just a girl, was it? No. I mean, like, solo career Gwen Stefani stuff. Like, uh, like, um, a Hollaback Girl and, um, the other one. Uh... Yeah, the one by Akon. The one with Akon. Yeah, the one with Akon. Yeah. Except Akon wasn't there. Of course. It had Blake Shelton there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, yeah, it was weird. Uh, yeah, well, anyways, they are uh, the first slate of performers to be announced uh, for the 62nd Annual Grammy Awards. Yep. Taking place on Sunday, January 26th. Yep. The show will be hosted by Alicia Keys. Again. And will be, again, and will be broadcast on CBS at 8 o'clock. Well, five o'clock for us here. Um, Eilish announced her performance on Twitter late Tuesday night. So yeah, uh, just a fun fact. I'm glad mm-hmm. to see a couple of the new, the, the best new artist uh, nominees mm-hmm. uh, get a chance to perform. Very also um, of note of uh, performances, the Bonnaroo lineup was announced as well, and Lizzo yes. is one of the headliners there as well. Also true. Uh, quite a turnaround for her. Yeah, she's had quite a year. Yeah. And we'll continue to be having quite a, a year, new year in new 2020. Year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's it. Uh, that is it for music. Did you listen to any music? Probably not, because there was nothing out. There was nothing new out. Um, well, thoughts next week. We'll have thoughts of new music next week then, yeah. We will. Uh, let's move on. Let's just chug right along. Yeah, let's right just here. finish this up. We have one more uh, one more uh, part here. Yep, well, that is the video game part. And we're going to start with um, new releases. Okay. Done. No new releases. No new video game releases uh, until the 17th, uh, so stay tuned. Uh, that being said, you can get your new PlayStation Plus downloads, uh, which we talked about. Yes, which we mentioned uh, uh, were uh, uh, Uncharted, the Uncharted Collection. Yes. And that is Uncharted PS3 Collection, yes. not PS4. Right, and the other one. And um, simu- Goat Simulator. Goat Simulator, that's what Yes. But that means we have to go right into video game news. Yeah, a couple of light stories. Not a whole lot going on. It, it's uh, really telling when your big story of the week is about a logo. But we'll get to that in a moment. Right, because first <laughs> we're going to tell you... We're going to give you news about news that yeah. will be coming tomorrow. But <laughs> yes. we don't know what it is. Yeah, I might, I wanted to see this, but we'll talk about what, it, what actually happens next week. Yeah, so Nintendo has announced a Pokemon Direct live stream incoming... Um, Tomorrow, actually, uh, which will run for roughly 20 minutes and provide new Pokemon information. That's all we know. And that is it. The live stream is set to stream on January 9th at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Time, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. It is interesting to note, though, that in promoting this on Twitter, they were using GIFs GIFs and images from Sword and Shield. Okay. So this to me reads like this will be Sword and Shield related. There is data mined of unused Pokemon yeah. in Sword and Shield. I, However, yeah. they also could do mobile Pokemon because they 
haven't really done a whole lot with Pokemon Sleep yeah. yet. Yeah, they haven't said what exactly when uh, Sleep is expected. They also haven't uh, given us a release date for Pokemon Home, the new uh, mm-hmm. cloud uh, saving uh, system for Pokemon. Right. But I wouldn't be surprised if all of this was briefly covered. Because 20 minutes, probably enough time for them to kind of cover all of these things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I imagine that this is those things we just talked about. And I imagine that this is announcements about... Um, uh, Pokemon uh, uh, is in uh, being released in the wild area in Sword and Shield. Yeah, it's uh, a <laughs> it's definitely an interesting yes. uh, time for Pokemon, so especially because they see, just released Pokemon. So now, of course, the pie in the sky here mm-hmm. is a possible announcement of some sort of, say, Gen Four remake. Diamond and Pearl remake, maybe? That is definitely a pie in the sky. It, that's what Because the they literally wants. just uh, released a Pokemon. I underestimated how much the internet loves the, the uh, Generation 4. Like, yeah. man. Uh, it's my least favorite generation. Well, now. here. That's because Apparently our generation... It, except for me. Our generation who <laughs> experienced it didn't like it. Yeah. But that is also a lot of genera- a lot of people's first... Again, are you say, are we talking about the Zoomers? Yes, the Zoomers. <laughs> the Zoomers. Who they was their first, pep, their first uh, was the iteration D- of Pokemon? Yeah, it was the DS one. And that's why they love it, because they are yeah. now basically roaming the internet everywhere. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Because uh, well, yeah. it's the, the theory that your first Pokemon game is always your favorite. That's the Mario Kart theory, but I is guess that, that also is for Pokemon. I thought that's the Pokemon theory. I'd always heard that for Mario Kart. Oh. I mean, that's true. Is that the same for Mario Party? Because I just hate it. No, no, you're just a, actually you're not in a minority. Like you're not in a minority there. There's a lot of people who just hate Mario Party. Okay, well, <laughs> let's. Uh, we'll yeah, but that's it for that. So we'll find out tomorrow morning what that is, and we'll report back next week. Yep, but uh, we're Pokemon. telling you now that there's a Pokemon Direct out there. Yes, Pokemon Direct tomorrow morning. Uh, but catch it. Um, on the other side of that coin, yes, PlayStation. So yeah. So uh, we know that the PlayStation Five is coming. Yeah. It has been announced, it has been imminent, but we now have a logo for it. Yes, we do. Uh, Sony has revealed the official PS5 logo at CES 2020, which, (laughs) wouldn't you know it, looks exactly like the PS4 logo, which, when you know it, looks exactly like the PS3 logo. Yeah, this is hilarious to me because it's exactly what you think it is. When Sony's Jim Ryan took the stage at CES to talk about PlayStation, Plenty of fans couldn't help but hope for something related to the PS5. Well, Ryan did technically deliver as he said, quote, I am pleased to share with you today for the first time our new logo. (laughs) It's exactly what you think it is. No box, like nothing we didn't already know, (laughs) just a logo that looks exactly like what you would think it was. And while it wasn't a first look at the console itself... Yeah. Like we've had with the Xbox Series X, it does at least make it clear that Sony are looking to make the transition to PS5 as smooth as possible. It also stands, though, the logo was only new PS5-related development during Sony CES 2020 keynote. Yep. And just before that reveal, Ryan went on some highly impressive sales numbers for the PS4 including that it sold over 106 million units and 1.15 billion PS4 games and 5 million PSVR headsets, which I think yeah. is the more impressive number there. That's pretty crazy that the PSVR caught on so so much. 
I mean, you are talking still about, what, 5% there? Yeah. Of PS4 owners? Yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah. I mean, for if that's person. what you want to hit is the 10%, you're halfway there. Yeah. So, you're getting there. You're getting there. It's not bad. But yeah, uh, that's really it, though. Um, we knew that there would be some sort of PlayStation presence at CES, but we also knew from uh, hindsight that CES is not where uh, video game news really happens anymore. So this wasn't a super surprise mm-hmm. that this wasn't where they like really unveiled the PlayStation Five proper. Well, we knew this wasn't gonna be. That will be E three or sooner at their own PlayStation event. Right, which their own PlayStation event is in March, right? Yeah, I would imagine if they're gonna do it, it would be yeah in the spring sometime. Yeah, uh, but you know yeah. we have a new logo, and I saw the GIF and YouTube thing going around. Where it was just, you take the PlayStation symbol, yep. turn it upside down. I was like, oh, done. You're done. You're done. <laughs> done. But yeah, um, if this is what Sony wants to look like, still going with that Spider-Man 3 <laughs> font-ish. No, they got rid of the Spider-Man font. I know. Anyway, that's it. Anyways, that's it. Oh, video game news. Any thoughts? Have you been playing anything? Just more Call of Duty. Okay. Uh, I played more Pokemon. Um, I'm five gyms in, I think. Oh, great. Uh, I just beat the fairy gym, and then I'm working my way in front. I'm in front of the ice gym. Uh, um, which is not an ice gym, but rather a rock gym. Yeah, the rock gym. Is in the ice land. So Sword has the rock gym. Uh, Shield, that is an ice gym. So it is supposed to be an ice gym. And it, there are two gyms that are different in the in the uh, in between the versions. Okay. That is the second different gym. What's the first different gym, the where you fought the fighting gym. Yes. I fought a different gym. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you fought a fairy gym then. No, no, the fairy is in both. The fairy gym is in both. Well, what was the fighting? I forget what the second one was. Well, yeah, because I thought it was weird that it was a fighting gym yeah. there. Oh, ghost. That's ghost. Right. It's a ghost gym in Shield. Okay, I but thought it's a that was weird. Gym in Sword. Okay, yeah. so now that rock gym makes a lot more sense. Yeah. That's supposed to be an That's, ice gym. It's an ice gym in Shield. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I hate that. Because <laughs> I like, differentiate them somehow. Well, because my doctor already went through it and it's just like, oh, yeah. like oh, you're in the ice world. That's an ice gym. That's it. That's all you need. It's just an ice gym. Like, nope. And then she got wrecked. Because <laughs> it's a rock gym. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> uh, luckily she had a water Pokemon to, to tool everyone. But I was like, yeah. oh, sorry. I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, heading into endgame phase there. So heading that way. Uh, but I did play Mario Party. And it's some bull-ass bullshit. Yeah. Um, you Always. Can, you can win and or lose every minigame. Because it doesn't matter. Because it's all about the stars and, you know, just goddamn dumb shit. Yep. Uh, but there is a mode in Mario Party where you had to work with people um, to, like, go down a raft, I think, is what it was. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, you're, like, you're in a raft, uh, like, four players, you each control one oar, so you um, stroke your oar. I'm sorry? You stroke your oar. You stroke. Literally, yeah. yeah, like this. You stroke your orbs in order to make it go faster in the one direction that you were in. Yeah. And you're supposed to work together to like make your way down the river. 
it's fun. I mean, okay. you know, cool. you need four people to like actually communicate with. Otherwise, one person is going to sit there like, oh, I'm not going to do anything. You guys got this. And you have spinning in like all directions and it's just dumb to yelling at the one person because God damn it, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's Mario Party. It's a different take on, you know, traditional Mario Party. Yeah. Uh, but I did play a different game though that I have here listed down. Okay. Uh, called Evo Land. Evo Land. Yes. Uh, this is a mobile game. I think it's like five dollars on mobile game but it's a uh, free with google play pass so okay thank you for that <laughs> well you know i'm subscribed to that but thank you for that uh, <laughs> um it's so remember how i said uh the tycoon dev was about like a yeah a game, retro, dev tycoon. A game dev tycoon was like an introspective to basically video game companies yeah this is an introspective into just video games itself from the 8-bit era to early 3D era. Um, where it's the whole thing starts with you only knowing one move, which is you can only go right. But eventually you'll open up a chest that allows you to go left. And then another chest that allows you to move around the map. And then you slowly, like as you move around, you open up more chests to, to unlock more stuff. Your 8-bit Graphics go into 16-bit sprites, which mm-hmm. go to three, uh, 256 3D um, type of textures. And then you get textures for the map. You get textures for an overworld. You get textures for combat. Your combat changes as well uh, from single form to multi-turn based combat. And it's a really fun and interesting game. Um it is a little bit long, but I think the fact that it's long and the fact that it kind of takes you through all these, basically, evolution of video games in a single game is fun and interesting in and of itself. Uh-huh. Uh, but it is something that is worth noting because it's, like with video game dev, it's something that's both fun and educational. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, and I definitely had a fun time, um... Playing through it, it also like had like oh now you can name your character because this is when we figured out like oh now you can do stuff like that and you can name other characters yeah and you have multiple characters in your party because now we this is we figure out how to do that later and it's a really funny interesting game and like all these didn't like hidden lore aspects throughout the game are thrown throughout and collect all the stars for it and it's a fun and interesting game and uh, I suggest. Checking it out. It is five dollars. It is a single linear story game, mm-hmm. but it does allow you eventually to branch out to explore the world. Yeah, because as video games have become, eventually they did get to that place where you can go anywhere throughout the world and do a whole lot of adventures. Uh, but definitely check out Evil Land. Um, I had a lot of fun playing it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, sounds cool. Uh. Did you play anything? Uh, besides Call of Duty, no. No? Just more Call of Duty. Just more Call of Duty? Okay, so I think we can call this then. All right, cool. Thank you. All right, so let's uh, wrap it up. Plug it away. That was it for Video Games, and that's it for Media Boat Podcast this week. We'll be back with another live episode of the Media Boat Podcast next Wednesday. You can find us live on Wednesday nights around 6.30 p.m. Pacific Time on YouTube.com. Just search YouTube.com for Media Boat Podcast. 
There you can find our page, like, subscribe, comment, click that bell, and you'll get notifications when we go live. We co uh, love comments as opposed to what you saw on this show. Going forward, we will keep an eye on the <laughs> chat and we will interact with uh, questions. The one and time comments. I don't have the chat yeah, up. The one time. The one uh, time. Live with you, so please uh, chat away. You're more than happy to, to hear from you. If you'd rather listen to a non-interactive, only audio version of the show, that's also available to you. I don't know why, but it's also available to you on podcast services such as Apple Podcasts. Just search Media Boat Podcast. Well, it's because we are a podcast. We are a podcast, after all. You can also find us on social media. Twitter, our handle is at Media Boat Cast. Facebook, search Media Boat Podcast and find our page. Comment there as well. We read those comments, supposedly. Um, you can find us streaming video games every once in a while on twitch.tv slash mediaboat. But while you're there, uh, stay tuned because the rest of this week is uh, the continuation of Awesome Games Done Quick. We're, in fact, watching some right now. Mm -hmm. If you love speedrunning and uh, listen to what we talked about last week, it is still happening. So check that out if that sounds appealing to you. Yep, Awesome Games Done Quick is a charity event of speedrunning community. Yes. This uh, one is to the Prevent Cancer Foundation. Yeah. They currently have raised over $700,000 and looking to raise about $2 million within the coming days. Pretty cool stuff. So check that out if that sounds good to you. And then uh, we are also on Patreon if you want to help us out with money because it does cost money to host podcasts on the internet. Shocker. Uh, shocker, I know. Uh, you can do donate to us on patreon.com slash mediaboat. You can donate as little as a dollar a month. Even that small amount can help us out. So please consider becoming a, patri patri a, patri a patron of our Patreon on patreon.com Did someone say Patron? Yes, don't give us Patron. Oh. No, I won't drink it. Okay. That will do it for this edition of the Media Boat Podcast. We'll be back next week with another episode. So, see you next time. We'll be back with more Media Boat Podcast. Uh, we'll be streaming some games probably over the weekend. Probably, probably not, maybe. Uh, but we will be back next week with more newbie... More, more movies. More, more new thoughts yes. and news. So stay tuned. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, bye.